What's up, fam? Welcome to another episode of That's the Angle, hosted by your boy Bruce Allen, or as you might know me on Instagram, at the Bruce Allen. And today it's going to be my second interview ever, and I am joined with a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, a homie, Jerome, or on Instagram at J Thomas Photography. Say what's up to the fam, Jerome. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. And so, <laughs> and so, uh, I brought Jerome in today because Jerome is a side of photography that I really don't dabble in. Like, there's things that you do that I think are interesting, so that's why I'm here. And um, you're like, you're always working, you're always shooting in the streets, you're always shooting events, and here I am, like, trying to do studio work and fashion work, and I feel like you're so polar opposites. So, I mean, like, just, like, real quick, like, what kind of photography do you primarily do, and, like, what do you enjoy most? Well, usually I like to do a lot of event concert photography, uh, when I was starting out learning how to actually work a camera, I yeah. did street photography because it's more accessible. You know, just go out, carry a camera with you, take pictures of random people doing stupid stuff in the street, things like that. Uh, pretty much I was like, like learning how to use Instagram, like seeing what works, what people like in photos. And then after I started getting a grasp on the basics of photography, I just, I thought about one day, it's like, maybe I should step up my game, learn how to edit. Um, start reaching out to people and I so, so it started just like on the streets yes. like every day just like was it like I want to take this seriously or is it just like I just want to learn basically it started off as I want to learn but I figured like people was telling me hey you have a good eye your photography is actually really good and that's how I listened to their feedback I was like maybe I should like take this more seriously so two years ago actually been taking a lot more seriously been, um, so you started taking everything as a collective two years ago and before that how long were you shooting I've been shooting for like about four years now. Oh, dang. That's, yeah. that's what's up. I mean, I mean, yeah, like you've been in it, but what I think is interesting is that like, I feel like you still do a lot of street photography. Like, I feel yeah. like you still do like events, which is something that we'll get into that I'm completely like ignorant to events. Yeah. Like I've done them and I legit feel nervous, like a fish out of water, but I feel like you go into these spots and like I see your pictures and, and in my opinion, you know, I could be wrong. I think your event photography is some of your best work. Like just Thank go, you. like yeah, I mean like I've seen your portfolio online and just of course your Instagram, um, and yeah, and like I I just I'm always impressed by your event stuff. Um, so so you started in the streets, just like shooting the streets. Oh, side note, I met Jerome in the streets. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I was yeah, actually yeah. filming a YouTube video. If you notice uh, in the uh, uh, new no 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 Chinatown the Chinatown the Chinatown video, Jerome just came out of nowhere to help us. So I'll throw in a little flashback right here. Yeah, and, and that's how we met, was, was just that, was you shooting on the streets. And so you, started, so you started taking it seriously two years ago. Yes. And here we are now present. Uh, where are you in like your photography career? Are you full-time? Are you looking to go full-time? Are you, uh, what was the last shoot you did? Just kind of go on that. Pretty much right now is pretty much still a hobby, but I do get paid extra money on the side with the hobby. I'm thinking about trying to do it as a part-time. The only thing that's holding me back is like actually finding clients to work with or people mm -hmm. who actually are serious about getting work done. Because yeah. sometimes you have people say, hey, I want, I want you to do so-and-so. Then you come up with, you know, the plan and how much you're charging. It's like, oh, never mind, things like that. So I'm looking for actually serious clients who are actually interested in doing work. But I think I think everyone always struggles with that. Like, yeah. like clients aside, we don't have to talk about clients. This isn't like a business yeah, like, interview course. or a podcast. Like, uh, like everyone every photographer and every person who is out there working is always clients right but like let's not think about that right now <laughs> <laughs> well it's pretty but, much but that's the difference between you being where you are and then going full-time correct yeah because like right now I've, I've actually accomplished a lot 
compared to most of my peers who actually do photography. Uh, In what I, sense? Pretty much, like, I got it started and concert photography February of 2017. Oh, wow. So pretty much how I got to that was um, I went to a concert um, December 2016 yeah. at DC9, and it was Tennyson was performing. Um, I Who? Tennyson. Oh, okay, yeah. It's a Canadian. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so uh, they had, like, pretty much a camera policy. You can bring any cameras with you. So I brought in my little Olympus EPL5, little small pocket camera there, and I took pictures of it. My, my, I didn't know my camera was broken at the time, but my pictures came out really solid. And I was like, hmm, this looks interesting. They liked my photos. They liked it on Twitter when I posted it on Twitter. Um, I figured, and so was that like your first gig? No, it wasn't my first. I just paid, bought, bought tickets to the show and just went. Oh, so you just like like a normal person except you brought your camera and decided yes. to take pictures. Exactly. Okay. So I figured I... This is pretty pretty easy because like I already knew the fundamentals. I just had never shot concert before. Yeah, you said never. Concert. You had to actually yeah. do it. So I figured like I had the skill to do it. So I'm actually want to shoot for an artist. So in February 2017, Echo Stage, Big Gigantic was the headliner for that show. So I found out their manager's email, contacted her, and I don't recommend doing this. So what I said was I had a portfolio. I would like. If you want me to, I can provide you with photos. I lied because I had no concert portfolio whatsoever. So she didn't ask for it. So so you completely BS your way into like yes, your first game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, it works. So you guess, know, fake it till you make it. Yeah, I, I guess that was kind of like the hustle. Like, luckily yes. she didn't call you on your shit, yes. which is fine. Which, ironically, after that happened, when I started like saying that a portfolio, they were asking for it. But Yeah, I'm sure you wanted to take it <laughs> yeah, after that. Yeah, so and don't... So Big Jack... Big, it, your event stuff started with that big gigantic shoe. Yes. And that's how you just like you finessed in, you got it, and how'd it go? Like did you crush it? Were you like, oh crap, like how'd it go? Well, the it was like since it was my first time in Echo Stage, well, shooting there, uh, I didn't know how to, you know, traverse it. Like I would just be in the pit. I was I just had a regular media pass, so I would just have like the first three songs and I'm out. So like other than that, I was just getting crowd shots. I was pretty Whoa, much... that's like a thing? Yeah. The first three songs and you gotta leave? Yeah, that's pretty much the general rule for any type of concert photography. Really? Yes. Yeah, so like, wanna... I, I had no idea. So, so you're telling me that for most, even so mostly like bigger acts, I yes. guess, you only get the first three songs and yeah. then they make you leave. Yeah, it's either the first three songs or the first 15 minutes. Either those are the two. Why? Yeah. Why, why? Well, when I was doing a lot more research later, after like a couple months down the road, the reason why they do that is because that's when, especially the big artists like rappers and singers, when they have all the makeup and their clothes looking clean, that's what they look the most presentable. Okay. So. So it's not because like they're gonna start like smoking a blunt on stage or anything. It's, no. It's literally just because like that's when they hit like max sweatiness or something. Yes, like exactly. That. So like that's when the ironic part is, that's when they actually start getting into the show when they look. When they like get when all sweaty. When it looks sweaty. more raw, and yeah. it looks more original. That's when they're like, yeah, you gotta go. Yes, because oh, like um, I remember shooting Panic at the Disco at the MGM in um, National Harbor, and after they kicked us out of the pit, that's when the show actually kicked off. They had like the the pyrotechnics going off and all this. Oh yeah. wow, it's so weird. It's it's like they put on something different. Like they portray what they want for the first fifteen minutes. Yes. The media is there, mm -hmm. and then they're like, "All right, put that cameras away. Let's really get into our act." Exactly. Oh, that's so interesting. I never knew that. That's why, like now, whenever I get a show, I ask for all access. 
So, okay, so not just media, you, you, you want to request all access? Yes, Okay. because you have access to the green room, backstage, on stage, pretty much anywhere in the venue. So, so let's, assuming you have like all access to like one of these shows, what, what do you normally do? Like, do you get there early? Like, how are you like finessing? Like, the, like how do you do it as a vet photographer? This is something that's so new to me. So like, just explain like the process of like it. Well, personally for me, I like to be at the venue at doors open. Mm -hmm. But usually what happens for most artists when you have all access pass, depending on what time they perform, your, um, your name on the guest list won't be up. Excuse me. But like usually for certain artists, they have it ready. So like when you go to Will Call and actually pick up your pass, they'll see your name in the guest list. If it's on there, they give it to you. So what I usually do is I'll just walk around the venue and when the artist gets there, I usually go backstage. Yeah, because I feel like that's like the point that a lot of photographers really think about is like, oh, I want to be backstage with them and like get those yeah. like, like uh, you know, backstage shots of mm -hmm. them. Is that is that actually reality or is it not like that at all? Like they don't want well, to. Well, it depends. It depends because I've only gained all access a total of four times. Um, the first time I actually got it, I do didn't do you know. remember who it was for? It was for an artist named Crane. And he was performing at Echo Stage, I would say back in, say, April 2017. Yeah. And Dada Life was headlining there. So I got all access pass. What I didn't know is I could have went behind them backstage. So I was just in the pit the So you didn't know time. you could actually go backstage your first time doing it? Oh my god. So I was just spent the whole time in the pit just shooting. When you could have been on stage? Yeah. Technically, oh, yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. But the thing is, like, after that show, I realized that, like, I could pretty much go anywhere. But you get better shots from having all access than shooting from the pit, such with EDM photography, which I'm going to shoot. So, let me ask you this. What, as an event, going down the event photography line, mm -hmm. um, what's, like, your, what's, like, the best thing for you to like photograph and like what's like the worst part of it for you well when shooting events the best thing for me to photograph is like for me I'm a kind of a sneaky photographer so I can actually capture people random moments with them not knowing. you like you like to focus like on the in-between moments yeah I like those because I feel like those are a lot of like the real moments like I, I feel like as an event photographer just in my weird perspective that if you were to only capture those big moments you'd be missing a lot of like them just like being backstage like Shit. Yeah, you know, I'm exhausted. You know, stuff like that, which I feel like is more real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like it, it's 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 an awesome feeling to capture. Like there was this show that I've shot um, back in December. Seven Lines was performing there, and it was also tritonal. And I was just chilling on the stage and behind the DJ booth, just crouched down so like the crowd couldn't see me. Mm -hmm. um, and then. It was actually giving me shots. He was actually making faces and all that stuff. He's and like I was turning just, around. And yeah, exactly. That's, you know, that's cool. The artist is like about it. Like when you get good shots, he turns around, he does like this one, you know, and you get yeah. like the audience. And it's, it's, it's an awesome feeling. Like, especially interacting with the artists. It's like, it feels, feels really good. They, uh, the only thing I like about EDM photography is like the people really down to earth. Um, they'll actually like, you know, talk with you. Um, they're cool people to hang so out like with. What's, what's the bad side about event photography that most photographers are, wouldn't know? Well, personally for me, the worst thing is actually picking up the pass itself. Why? Uh, sometimes they don't get the updated list until later. Um, you know, sometimes it's hard to get a point of contact to let them know that 
you know, connecting the dots when you get there. Pretty much. Hoping you're on the list, hoping they get exactly. their job. Because like I had this one experience. I was supposed to shoot um, Matoma in Echo Stage a couple months ago, and my name was on the guest list. So I was supposed to have all access to that show. But like during that period of time, the supervisor of Echo Stage pretty much recognized who I was and knew that I like frequently shot artists. Oh, there. so he saved your butt on that one. Not really, because like he, I wasn't supposed to be allowed in. Period. He just gave me a regular media pass oh, and just let me in. I see, I see. I yes. Dang. Yeah. So pretty much, you know, he, he let me in. I don't know why he just decided to let me in, but yeah, I was supposed to get all access and I really, I didn't really do any much cool. shooting. So, it was like, yeah. Yeah. The event photography is like, like a good amount of things that I really want to talk, like chat with you about because mm -hmm. to me it's so foreign and I always want to learn more. Do you ever dabble in nightclub photography as well? Because I'll tell you what, I had a crazy <laughs> experience where I was in, I, someone like, you know, throw, they throw you that big number and you're like, sure, I'll do it. And, yeah. you, and I got there and I felt so out of my element and just really? so not about it. But I just was like, I can't let them down. I have to get photos. Exactly. And it was just so awkward walking around with my camera, my lens, right. and like my flash. I just felt so intrusive. Mm -hmm. Now I feel like at a concert you don't get that feeling because, right. you know, it's expected it's a bigger venue. But in like a club or like a small club or a bar with a dancing, like I yeah. just felt completely out of my element. Like what, have you done much of that or? Yeah, I've also done quite a few events like that. But for me personally, uh, the, the worst part about that is, you know, people who don't want their photos taken. Yeah. Dude, you actually want to know what I did? I had my flash too high. I had my flash on full power. <laughs> oh no! And this is the first time I did it. I had my flash on full power, and literally, I had I had people coming up to me, being like, "Excuse me, can you turn down your flash? Like, I have epilepsy, and like that, that could trigger my seizures." And I didn't turn it down because, like, what do they know? Right. But then, like, after I went home the next day, mm -hmm. I, I like looked up how to properly set your flash for like right. nightclub photography, and I was like, "Oh my god, I was blinding these women." Yes. Like, I, felt so bad. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, I'm an asshole." You know? Wow, that's funny. Yeah. Yes, uh, like. Actually, when I started doing like you know club and photography stuff like that, I was in the process of buying a whole bunch of different like light modifiers. I bought like diffusers, soft boxes, and just had a bunch of different stuff oh, I yeah. don't use anymore. Let's talk about that. Like, what kind of gear do you use for like your concert photography? Like, what's what if you don't if you don't mind spilling the mm -hmm. sauce? Like, what's your go-to setup for like concert photography? My go-to is pretty much camera. I have bring a flash with me. Even though I don't use a flash, the only time I use it is if I'm trying to get crowd shots or from backstage. So you normally just don't do flash at concerts. Correct. Okay. It's like pretty like much that. just every all the lighting and lasers is you know pretty much. And are you doing it on like a uh, full frame or a mirrorless? Well, I currently have. Oh, have it. This mirrorless cam right here. It is a, a Olympus OMD EM1. So it is mirrorless. Yes. So you're getting a lot more light than a crop sensor. No, I am not. Because oh, this is two times crop. So literally it is the half the size of a four frame sensor. So what sensor. kind of a lens are you shooting on in the event? Pretty much if you really want to get good images for uh, concert photography, you need a fast lens. And most of the cheaper options is getting primes. Because primes usually you have the 1.8 aperture, the 1.4 aperture. But the more expensive ones is, are like the zoom lenses. Like, you know, the, the wider telephoto 2.8 lenses or the telephoto 2.8 lenses. Those are the most versatile, but they're also the most expensive. The reason why I use a... Um, so is this the one you shoot with? Yes. I, this, this is my go-to. This is a, a 12 to 40 2.8 lens 
So for full frame, it'll be equivalent to a 24 to 80, 2.8. Uh, the reason why I like the lowest f stop? 2.8. Oh, 2.8. Okay. It's a constant aperture lens. So the reason why I like using this lens right here, because I can get the wide shots and I can also zoom in for portrait bit. shots. Nice. Yes. In so case I like you're really close and they bend down or something, and you're yes. just like shit. Sh, 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 sh. Yes. But also, you can finesse backstage. Exactly. You can get the you can most likely get the whole stage, and then you can get backstage. Correct. Nice, dude. I'm glad you brought your camera. Actually, that was a good yes. idea. I'm gonna tell more guests <laughs> bring their gear to, to, to bring like their go-to setup yes. or something, just so we can like sort of hold it up, you know? Yes. So like, I haven't actually shot a concert with this body yet. I've previously have a Olympus EM5, which I still own, and I've been shooting a lot of concerts with that. Um, the flash I use is a Young Duo 564 flash. Yeah, we don't gotta go too yeah. deep into gear. Yeah, it's it's one thing to talk about gear and then to actually see it. I feel yeah. like, yeah. even me, when you start talking about gear, I'm just sitting here like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, numbers and letters. I, I feel like uh, there's so many different like camera bodies and camera makers that you only know yours. When yes. you start hearing other ones, you're like, okay. Yeah. But hey, if I'm wrong and you guys do want to hear it, let me know and I'll put it uh, in the comments or in yes. the bio or something. So, okay, so I feel like we've, I finally got the flush of the photography because, like, that's just not stuff that I think I'm interested in. I think mm -hmm. other people find interesting, but it's just something that I love to hear about. So, yes. now at your career, where would you say you are? are you, do you say you're closer to going full time? Are you just trying to change your genres? Like, where do you think you're at? I'm pretty much going to, like, change my genres. I'm trying to, like, explore more avenues of different photography like the more commercial side of it as in like pretty much you know like product photography and things like that mm -hmm. more lifestyle photography um yeah because i've noticed that within your feed it's gone progressively more towards like portrait street style yes-esque sort of things mm -hmm. yeah it's like unfortunately my instagram is like full of portraits all my other work is on my website uh, but I, I, I feel like a lot of people's work is like that like, yeah. like a lot of times the portfolio is different than the instagram correct and I can't say mine is, but same <laughs> same way as uh, my friend Crystal, who was my first guest, she said that her, her portfolio, like her website's way different than her actual Instagram. Hmm. And it, is that because you want to get hired for your portfolio work, not necessarily Instagram, or like it doesn't matter? Like what's the thinking for, there? For me personally, it doesn't matter, but at the same time, I just don't want to be, you know, stuck as known as, oh, I'm a, I'm a portrait photographer guy on Instagram. Because that's when you check my Instagram, that's the first thing that people notice, like, that's a lot of portraits, must be portrait photographer. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm actually not, <laughs> but little do you know. Even though I think, <laughs> even though personally, I think you should put one of your concert stuff up there because I think it's some of your best stuff. Yeah, the reason why I don't post my concerts on there, it gets no engagement. So yeah. I just, I just oh, keep it, I yeah, keep it on my so website. True. Yeah. Yeah, Hot Girls definitely works a lot better than. Yeah, and uh, the funny thing is, old. the only thing is like my most of my followers are female. I have more women followers than I do have male followers. Yeah, same yeah. here actually. Yeah, I think it's like a 70 30 split for me. Now that I'm looking at my analytics. <laughs> so mine's a little 55 45 split. Ah, uh, you know, it's sorry, Jordan, it's the hair. <laughs> it's the hair. It's the hair, bro. They, yeah. uh, they see the flow, they're like, hello. No, I'm just kidding. Nah, that's funny. That's sweet. So, yeah, so the other weekend you actually rented out this space mm -hmm. and you did quite an interesting photo shoot, which, uh, can we talk about that? Sure. Yeah, you, you shot uh, Suicide Girls. Tell me about that shoot. Well, she was actually like you know pretty much doing the whole suicide girl hopeful thing so she needed it like um a photo oh so set. it was like her portfolio to mm -hmm. be a suicide girl correct like you know on suicide girls website they have hopefuls you know they'll pretty much present photos in their profiles and if it's good enough they may be featured on the front page of suicide girls and on the um the, the waiver that i signed if one of her photos is featured on 
the main page, I get some money as well. Oh, nice. So, yeah, that's sweet. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was pretty interesting. Like, I walked in, like, halfway through because I forgot something. <laughs> and she was, like, sitting there, like, pretty much butt naked, like, eating... Uh, cotton candy. Eating cotton candy. And I was just like, what in the world is going on here, Jerome? Hey, she loved the photos. <laughs> Those, they turned out great. Hey, we'll do anything with the photos. <laughs> no, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, I mean, event, and so you're just trying to go more towards culture. I mean, I think that's really cool. So, if you, off the top of your dome, worst photography experience. Uh, like, is there a moment, if you don't mind talking about it, like, <laughs> is there a moment that you're just like, wow, I never want, like, is there, is there, is that a moment? Or there's, there's, there's quite a few, like. How about the most recent one? Just the most recent one. The, the where, most where, recent one. Like, like, photography fail or something like that. Photography fail. You remember well, one where you were like, oh the no. The most I... recent one is not the worst one, but it was, um, I was shooting for Broccoli City. If people don't know what that is, it's an annual music festival held right here in Washington, D.C. with a major hip-hop artists mm -hmm. once a year. Um, pretty much, it was not really organized. It, it, it fell apart the day of the event. And, like, for me personally, I like going into events with a game plan and just, you know, just banging out photos, make sure I have the right content. So, pretty much, the way they wanted it, was they wanted pretty much photos on demand. So we had runners, you know, take our SD cards so the, to the editors, edit the photos. So yeah, have... when you, you, you mentioned that event to me before, which I thought was interesting, because like I said, I don't do events. So mm -hmm. you, he was saying that, um, correct me if I'm wrong, you would take the pictures, people would go grab that memory card from mm -hmm. you, bring it back to mm -hmm. the main station, yeah. they would upload that quick. Yeah. Dude, that's so nuts to me. Yeah, it, it didn't really work out because like the editors didn't have Wi-Fi in their trailer, so they couldn't upload the images. And so basically, did. like, just the how unorganized is just completely, like, killed the experience. Yeah, it did. Damn. So, like, we was getting chewed out saying that we we didn't have uh, the photos. We're running, we're running a little low on time in there? Yeah. Okay, okay. But we, we can wrap this up, like, now, because yeah. Jerome has to get out of here, and I took so long to get here because I was filming <laughs> a how to make a V-flats video before this. <laughs> I'm plugging another video out of the video. Oh my god, dude, what am I doing? See, it only works if you post this one first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, that was just like a quick, like, 34 minutes. I'm mm -hmm. glad I got to finally like, talk to you and hash some of this out. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything you'd like to say uh, to aspiring concert photographers, to anything like that? Do you have any words for them? If, like, someone's watching this, like, they want to... It's like, um, for anybody who are who actually really wants to do concert photography, make sure you have great work to put out there. Because you don't know how many people actually notice your work. If you post on social media, um, word of mouth do get around. And sometimes the best way to actually get shows is actually reach out to people that you listen to and make sure you have great photos that they'll say, hey, I'll give you a shot. Because you never know, you might something might come out of it. So That's, that's what's up. Reach out to who you want to work with and fake it to make it. Now, <laughs> so don't follow that one. Yeah. Well, what's what's up? And if anyone wants to check out your photos, where mm -hmm. should they find you? Uh, pretty much at J Tom Photography on Instagram. I'll pop that up. And, um, my website is also linked in my bio. And you should follow me on Twitter at J Tom Photograph because Twitter doesn't have, um, you know, more than 13 characters to their, to their usernames. Wait, people use Twitter? 
Oh, I guess I know. I might be the only one. Nah, I'm just not sleepy. That's what's up. All right, so guys, uh, that was it. That is the uh, Jerome Thomas interview. Thank you for coming on the second episode of That's the Angle. And like I always end, that's the angle. <laughs> that's the angle. That's the angle. That's